Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. I am your co-host, Tenant Mike. And I am Landlord James. And, of course, I have to remind you, legally, that we are the Internet's only podcast that has the, the, the bollocks, as they would say in the UK, to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? That's right. And the answer so far is... Inconclusive. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Um, landlords and tenants throughout history have been sort of at each other's throats, and they've uh, fought uh, verbally and physically. Sometimes it has led to bloodshed, but we decided to uh, work it out via the, the the form of a podcast. Isn't That's, that right, James? That is correct. That is correct. Um, so before we begin, um, I do want to apologize if anyone can hear sort of a buzzing noise in the background. It's not a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I'm allergic. Uh, no, I, it, a, a, a tenant uh, living one floor above, a very um, heavy set man. Mr. Turcotte. Mr. Turcotte uh, is being uh, cut out of his bathroom. And, very uh, nasty stuff. Um, but yes. Yes. He had been in there for a while, as it turns out. And Luckily, now... he's clean. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a little too clean. So they're here kind of um, buzzsawing uh, the bathroom wall. So if you hear a bit of a buzzsaw noise, that's what's going on there. And we'd like to keep Mr. Turcotte in our, in our thoughts. And I personally would like to have Mr. Turcotte pay me back for having the wall cut open just because he has uh, decided to stay in the bathroom for many months uh, eating, I guess. Well, good luck with that. Mm. Uh, Michael, how was your... Week. It was pretty good. It's it's still warm right now. It's a hot uh, September in Toronto, unusually hot. Um, but I did have something that kind of ruined my week. Oh. Uh, I was taking the subway on Thursday, and there was a man sitting next to me. And listeners, maybe you can relate. You're sitting on the subway. It's a public space, and there's a guy sitting next to me eating a big stinky bowl of rigatoni. Okay. And I said, pardon me, sir, would you mind uh, covering it up? It's, it's smelling up the uh, subway. And the man, he, he swore at me, and he put his hand around my throat. Really? So he said, screw you, and... He said, put, fuck you, and he put his hand around wow. my throat. Wow. <clears throat> and what did you do? Passed out. So that kind of ruined the, the week for me, an otherwise hmm. pleasant week. How was your week, James? Um, my week has been um, pretty good. Um, uh, did a lot of Minecraft. Um, and also, it's been really good for me um, physically, in a physical sense. Uh, my sexual levels have been off the charts. Okay. Um, been feeling very high. Uh, my testosterone levels have been very high. I've been very aggressive in a way that I'm excited about. Um, and actually, well, I hope uh, <clears throat> I'm not in danger of being locked in a, in a small space with you if you're all uh, <laughs> oh, don't, don't have sex with me. Uh, well, and and I could tell you guys, it's, I'm actually kind of excited about it, Michael, because because this this newfound physical feeling I'm ha I'm having isn't sort of an accident. It's not the weather. It's not you know some new period in my life. It's actually. It's actually from a new business venture I'm starting up that I wanted to tell you about oh. and I wanted to tell the listeners about. Okay. Uh, um, uh, I'm a little... Uh, should I be afraid to hear what you're about to no, say? No, <laughs> no. Um, I uh, have a lot of friends in the pharmaceutical industry and um, I've been hooking up with one of them uh, business-wise, not sexually. And we've come up with a new product. It's a herbal supplement and it's called... They're called Mind Drops. 
And Mind these drops. are these little pills. You take, you can take as many as you like a day, frankly, and they'll allow you to basically supercharge your state of mind. Okay, now, have you heard of the Bacopa herb? Um, Central American? No, no. It, they're made from the blessed Bacopa herb and um, an important neurological tonic made from Ayurvedic medicine. Okay, uh, and these are gonna give you mind drops, okay? They're gonna give you more energy, more wits, more strength, and more testosterone. Um, okay. And that leads to being better at sex. Um, they'll allow you to outthink your enemies, outthink Antifa, and in the upcoming wars, uh, those who outthink their enemies win. You gotta check out Mind Drops. I'm gonna put it in the website later in the episode. You've gotta consider buying a bottle. It could be the difference between life and death. Okay. I first of all, I uh, that sounds exciting and alarming. I didn't know you had and acknowledge, Mike. I don't. I look a bit different. I'm. You do I, look I, different. I'm, I'm bursting out my shirt. I I am losing a bit of hair, which is a sign of high testosterone. Yes. But my sex drive is high. My body is. I'm. I'm sweating a your lot. No, I'm your very nose red. is. Your nose is bleeding more than I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind drops. I'm not sure how healthy these are for you, but I'm also, I, I didn't know you had so many friends in the uh, pharmaceutical industry. Oh, Is yeah, that, yeah, sure. I didn't know that you were really concerned with uh, having a strong brain. It doesn't seem like part of your, uh, your overall brand. <clears throat> well, a lot of my buddies uh, in the in the in pharmaceuticals kind of talk, because I have uh, money, I've inherited a lot of money, as some of our listeners know, and it's That's sort right. of like, what do I do with it? I party all the time, which is great but you can actually do a lot more with it other than partying, you can invest. And this was an opportunity for me to invest in something that's actually gonna help people and really gonna, I think like our listeners are gonna really enjoy having their brains turned up a notch. All right, I'll have to take your word for that. Um, it's interesting, I, <clears throat> I also launched a business venture recently. Um, wow, good for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm, um, you know, as listeners know, I'm uh, always having a bit of a hard time making ends meet, so I decided to take the bull by the horns and, and launch my own business. It's called the Toronto Literary Egg Scramble Ramble. And this is very exciting. Basically, in a nutshell, this is a walking tour um, that I lead, and I bring small groups for the paltry fee of $35 each, um, I bring them around to see some of Toronto's most important literary landmarks. And everyone gets unlimited scrambled eggs who takes the tour because I carry them around in a special um, backpack. And I have all the cutlery, so you don't need to bring a plate, you don't need to bring a fork or hot sauce. I've got all of that good stuff for you. And we go all around. Uh, we go to Margaret Atwood's house and we uh, stand in front of her house and just look in the windows, and um, I swear to God that I saw her peeking out from, uh, from one of the upstairs curtains. Okay. Uh, we went to Michael Ondaje's favorite store. Um, it's a Canadian tire. We went to the apartment uh, of the late Canadian poet Gwendolyn McEwen, who drank herself to death and died penniless. And the most, I'm gonna say, the most popular stop on the tour is um, our visit to Malcolm Gladwell's former babysitter. Uh, which is a huge hit. She's very nice. She is always up for taking selfies with uh, people on the tour, and I, she even complimented my eggs. So, the Toronto Literary so, Egg Scramble Ramble. I'd love to have you come and take the tour, James. So you you walk around to these buildings with a and you just backpack full of eggs. Every stop, you just give people scrambled eggs. Yeah. Well, I mean, they whenever they want them, they can just ask for them. In your backpack. Yes. Oh, okay. not, not, not an egg lover, I'm sensing, James. 
I mean, not out of a backpack. It's clean. I mean, it's very. Right. Uh, how is it? How is business? I mean, I, I I like that you're doing something. Yeah. Entrepreneurial. No, it's it's good. We've done three weeks in a row now on Sundays, and we've gotten you know three or four people doing it, and um, hmm. only a few asked for their you know money back. So it's. Uh, well, good yeah. luck with that. Baby steps. Baby steps. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, check it out. The Toronto Literary Egg Scramble Ramble. That's that's it. Okay. Dot, dot com. All right. Well, um, well, that's good. It's good that we've both got our own business ventures going. Mm-hmm. Um, very different. Very different. <laughs> very different business plans. Uh, Absolutely. Um, but um, well, why don't we uh, take a break, Michael? Because mm-hmm. we've got a very exciting guest. We do have an exciting guest, so uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm very excited to start the segment with our guest for this week. Um, His name is Core Summit. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in, Cor. I'm a, I'm a devoted listener. Oh, thank oh. you. That's so nice. Sometimes the second floor was represented. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you point out something very important for listeners to know. Uh, you do live in the building, and you live on the second floor. I'm on the second floor. I've never been higher. Never been higher in the building? No. Mm-hmm. I have a thing uh, that won't allow me to travel higher than the second floor. Oh, I wouldn't say it's a condition. Is it a... Are you afraid of heights? Because I know... Uh... No, it's more the numbers. Oh. Yeah, I have a fear of three, okay. seven, four, twelve. Any more? Is that it? Eight. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. That's so exciting. Nine. Is it every number over two? Yeah. Well, let's just, yeah, we could be here all day naming the numbers. So you just live on That'd the second floor. That'd be a great day. Huh. You, you live on the second floor, you never go higher. No, I never go higher. But there's also something interesting that the listeners should know, too, isn't there, Cor? And you were pretty adamant that we tell them that you're a former teacher. Yeah, former teacher. And a current? Current driftwood artist. Driftwood artist. I think yeah. you're, you're the first driftwood artist we've had on the show. You think? I, I tell you, you'd know. We're, okay, you got me. Is it a tight community, the Driftwood Artists? Yeah, huh? and we're great uh, at being remembered. Well, Do you know I mean? When you meet a Driftwood Artist, you know it. I'll, sell, I'll say this. Ha, ha, having you here in the studio, I'm not going to forget meeting you anytime soon. So That's because I'm a Driftwood Artist. See? Yeah. It works. I have to be honest. I'm not an art guy. I don't have art. I don't read books or anything. What is a driftwood artist? Well, you find driftwood, and then you make it into art. So are you, uh, can people find you combing the beach, maybe Sunnyside Beach or Sugar Beach? In my early days, yeah. Uh, now I have a guy who finds all my wood for me. Oh, a wood, a wood hunter. Would that be... No. <clears throat> I wouldn't refer to him as that in any way. Okay, fair enough. Well, hunter would mean that he was killing 
right? Like the wood's dead. That's probably what Mike Michael is. What Michael is what I call a tree hugger. So he probably thinks anytime you're cutting down a tree, it's you know, oh, the tree's dying. No, I know we need trees to build our you know homes. Don't listen to him, Core. Anyway, so so this guy gathers driftwood for you. Yeah, Beckett. Beckett. Okay, mm-hmm. Beckett. Beckett. Yeah, it's a summer job for him. We only do it in the summer because that you won't find much driftwood in the winter. Huh. I, I learned that the hard way. Oh, really? I sense I sense a story behind that. Did you have maybe um, an unpleasant experience looking for driftwood in the winter? Nope. Hmm. But you could imagine, I guess, uh, the ice. Uh... Just thinking about it gives me it sends a shiver up my uh, spine. Can I ask a stupid question? What is driftwood? Well, it's wood that drifts uh, in from the lake. Okay. And because it's spent so much time in the water, it's a perfect uh, tool. It's a perfect uh, piece already made. And then I just lacquer it. Oh, so you smooth don't smooth it. Hmm. And then I say, "Hey, this looks like uh, this looks like uh, Beckham." Your wood guy, David Beckham. No, Beckett's my wood oh, guy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, David Beckett. I thought you made art that looked like your wood guy. That's ridiculous. I, I wish. So all of your, does all of your driftwood art, <clears throat> do you carve it to look like David Beckham or just no, naturally? No, it washes up. And it looks like the... Yeah, you got, you got, there's, it's part luck, part skill. I got a, I got a George Clooney. Oh. I got a George Takai. Oh. But uh, no women yet. Now, isn't that interesting? Well, I find it harder to see uh, female faces in wood. Is that is that something maybe that uh, other driftwood artists also feel, or is it just something that you think? I uh, think it has a lot to do with that. My mom died when she was young, so uh, you don't interact often. With women, or yeah, well, see, my mom died very young. Then I became a teacher. By the way, I should mention that my kids called me the coolest teacher. Oh, that's sometimes nice. when I would talk to them, I would turn my chair around backwards or my hat just to let them know, you know, I'm I'm still uh, young at heart. Like Tony Danza on um, Who's the Boss when he turn his chair around and go Samantha. Do you remember when he would do that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Judith Light. Mona. Do you remember Mona? Yeah, Mona. Well, I have to say, Court, I'd love to find a piece of wood that looks like that. Oh, Well, if you ever do, give me a call, because I will pay top dollar for that. Well, Court, I notice you have your hat turned back even in here. And (laughs) I, I totally agree with you about the whole hat backwards kind of thing. There's a certain guy I th- find that can pull off that look, and it is cool. And I wear a backwards hat a lot. Right. I see you do, and I'm yeah. totally buying it. Like, not to be mean, but Michael, no offense, this guy couldn't wear a backwards hat if to save a <clears throat> busload of burning children. Nor would I want to. Nor would you want to. But it is a cool look, and that's interesting that that was sort of your vibe when you were a teacher. Yeah, I really went for it. You know, I would come in, I would turn the chair around backwards, uh, just to let them know. this is. So would you do that every day? Only if it was like if the conversation was was uh, only if it warranted the conversation I was about to have. You know what I mean? Like on on on, on September 11th. No, 
Right. I wouldn't. Hmm. I wouldn't because I wanted them. I stood instead of sitting when I told them about the attacks. What was your hat like when you told them about the attacks? I didn't wear a hat on September 11th. That's disrespectful to those that passed. I agree. I have uh, a perfect piece of wood that looks like the towers. Really? Yeah. yeah. That I would love to and see I that. I took these uh, planes I bought at the airport. Toy planes. Oh, and yeah, I used yeah. wire to uh, oh. attach it to the wood to make it look like they're flying towards it. I didn't want to do the impact. I thought that was too disrespectful. I mean, wouldn't your students have just seen this on TV? I mean, I feel like you wouldn't really have needed to well, it was, show it them happened what happened. during class time. Okay. Yeah, it happened okay. in the morning, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And I was teaching uh, social sciences. We were looking at their dioramas. One was a dinosaur, like a dinosaur diorama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? A, that's a shoebox, and you put a little uh, scene in it. Okay. A spice of life oh. in the box. Not the mama. Remember the dinosaur who said that? Oh, yes. Was that the show Dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was saying last week to Michael I didn't so 9/11 was a big deal, uh, kind because of a I, kind of a huge deal, James. Okay. James was I didn't drunk. It, well, I just didn't realize it was quite a thing we we're still talking about. But but so the planes hit the towers and you immediately whipped up this this 9/11 diorama. That must have been you must have been working like a madman. No. Uh, or am yeah. I? No. <laughs> No, I think you've uh, misunderstood. I found the wood later. Oh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't create anything in the moment to describe what was happening. Okay. Is that when you uh, I wish. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Is that when you realized, "Hey, I've been teaching for a while, but maybe I have a talent for this whole driftwood thing." Uh Are you saying 9/11? Well, yeah. I guess, yeah. Hmm. So 9-11 is what inspired you to, to pursue your dream instead of just being a teacher. Well, also I had some legal uh, problems with one of my students, but I probably shouldn't go into that. Okay, we won't prod you then. Well, I'm to, uh, curious. No, we I mean, uh, you know. Well, <sighs> you, ever, uh, you ever seen uh, Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, Michael's barely seen any movies. He's a freak. But yes, I've seen it, obviously. Yeah, with Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And uh, Luke Skywalker. Yep. Darth Vader was in it. Yeah. I'm lost here. I don't know any of these these actors' names that you're talking about. Yoda. Yeah, know the movie. Yeah. So, uh, it was rated... Uh, PG. Okay. And uh, one of my uh, female students at the time, Jennifer Kukupski, uh wanted to go see it, and I took her. And I thought it would be innocent, and, uh, you know, and, uh, anyway, Princess Leah looked pretty attractive in that movie. Uh-oh. And I got a bit of a, um, an aroused... Penis. 
Hmm. So you, let's just, let me get this straight. You took a student to see Return of the Jedi, and you got a boner. I kind of think that step one that's weird is you took a student to the, the movies. That is weird alone. Because it was rated PG, so she didn't need... Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't there. Gee, it's still weird to take your student to the movies. I just want to be clear: like nothing happened. I just got an erection. Sure, Uh, sure. uh, Which happens? The usher at the theater saw my um, raging uh, manhood. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. They have flashlights. Saw the sixteen-year-old girl beside me. He said, "Hey, is that your daughter?" And I didn't know what the better answer was. So I said, no, it's my student. And she saw it, she started crying. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, next thing you know, bada bing, bada boom, fired. That reminds me again of Tony Danza. Bada bing, bada boom, Angela. Here's a question for you. You know, can I just say as well, how typical of Ontario unions that all these teachers are getting all these holidays, all this stuff they don't deserve. One guy gets an erection in a movie theater with a student and he's fired. Like maybe the unions need to worry a little bit less about, you know what I'm saying? They get summers off. James, think about about fighting for your people who go to movies with students. Think about what you're saying and no offense to you, Core Summit, our guest. But I don't think it's appropriate for a teacher to take a student to a movie. I agree with that, but fireable? I thought I was doing a good thing, you know? Sure. Uh, I'm not a bad person. I mean, I just, I enjoyed what I was seeing on the big screen. And what were you seeing on the big screen that that affected you so much? Uh, Well, there's this scene where where Princess Leia, Mm -hmm. or Leia, if you will, there's a big... uh, Brouhaha on how you say her name. Oh. Uh, how do you say it, James? Leia. Okay. And um, she's in front of this large, grotesque uh, uh, space alien named Jabba the Hutt. And she's wearing like a bikini. And her, uh, her breasts are uh, visible. But cover- like the nipples are covered. But you can see half of them. You can see parts of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I, Is, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't need to see a nipple to enjoy a breast. Okay. I, that's really interesting. That's a great, great point because you don't feel like you've seen the boob unless you've seen the nipple. But in a way, you have. Even if you've just seen the top part, you've seen the top part. It still counts as you yeah. seeing it. Yeah. I don't hmm. know how you can't imagine a nipple. Yeah. Being attached. I feel like I'm in a locker room and uh, staring at my shoes right now. Oh, Michael, as if you don't, come on, you, you know, you, you've never thought about like, ooh, bre- you don't think about breasts? Um, the last time I thought about breasts was probably a year ago, honestly. What is Jabba the Hutt wearing in this scene? He's naked. Well, how do you know what caused your erection? Well, I guess I never thought about that. Hey, uh, Interesting. better to let not, not let Core Summit uh, see Mr. Tur... What is his name? Turbot? Turcot. Mr. Turcot, the... Is that what all that noise is up Yeah, there? this big overweight guy stuck in his bathroom and they're sawing him out. 
Mr. Turcott. Turcott, yeah. Mr. Turcott. Have anyway, you ever met looks Mr. Like Turcott? Jabba the Hutt. Uh, what floor is he on? Uh, so I'm on the 8th, so he'd be on the 9th. No. Oh, right, the second floor thing. Yeah. Nice. I've never been to the first floor either. What? Yeah. Hold on. Ladder. Ah. So I was wondering why there's a ladder behind the building on the second floor. Now I know. Yeah. It's yours. It's my ladder. I mean, that seems insane. Like, why don't you, you're afraid of the ones as well? Yeah. Oh, yo, How do you do so anything? You can be on outside on the sidewalk, but you can't be on the main floor of the building. Well, if you named the sidewalk a number, I couldn't be on it. I'm not about to do that. So, if you named the... I've been petitioning for almost a year to get this man here to change the floors to letters. Oh. To help with my uh, problem. And he's all like, no. Tyranny, that, that, of the, tyranny of the minority. I mean... That sounds like typical James. You well, ask him to fix one something. Guy, one guy wants me to change the floors to A, B, C, D. What's next? You know, one guy going, I want to marry a animal or something. You know what I mean? Or, like, uh, or uh, uh, the heat hasn't been on all winter. Can yeah, you please exactly. fix it? One guy asks that. If I do that, then uh, who knows what other weird stuff I'm going to have to do. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but well, I don't know. If you want, you could put you can do you can put stickers over the numbers or something if you want. If that helps, but I is that cool? I mean, I don't care. I think that would be fun there. for the building if instead of um, numbers on the floors there was uh, letters. Or maybe we could uh, do like animals. Like I live on a giraffe, the giraffe floor. We'd probably have to have a meeting with uh, everyone in the building to figure out the. Uh, Everybody would want order. the giraffe. That's for sure. <laughs> Everybody would probably be arguing over it. Knowing this building, I agree. Its neck is so long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking because everyone's talking about giraffes right now. Have you ever uh, found a piece of driftwood that looks like a giraffe? Uh, I mean, have I found Jesus is what you're asking, basically. Hmm. Um, no, it's pretty rare to find a piece of driftwood that has a long section of it <clears throat> that leads away from the main hub. Of the of the wood, oh! Uh, hippopotamuses are easy because mm. they're just a little like a blob. Yeah, of, uh... blobs. Mostly blobs are your best bet. Mm. Are you making a living with this driftwood art thing? Well, I got a pension, even though I was fired. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting because usually you assume that when a teacher is fired for taking a student to the movies and getting a boner, and then the usher sees it. And then she starts crying. Usually, you don't think that um, that teacher on, will get a pension. Hang on, hang on. I got to clear something up here. She wasn't crying because of my boner. Oh. She was afraid of Jabba the Hut. The two things just happened at the same time, okay. so it looked incriminating. Right. That does make it a bit different. Whew. Um. But a pension. How how big are we talking here? And I'm sorry if that's too personal. Uh. I haven't added it up. It's about trees. Trees. Oh. So hard. It's okay. You don't have to answer the question. It's weird because I was saying numbers earlier and now I'm having trouble. Having trouble. Well, 3,000 a month. 
3,000 a month. Yeah. Jeez, this this country, man. No offense, but that's a lot for doing nothing. Well, I mean, you're <clears throat> you're one to talk, James. You literally don't lift a finger and you make rent from everyone in this building. So, uh but I, I kind of like our guest Core Summit more than you, even though he has a shady past. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess anyone getting government handouts to you is probably your hero because um, yeah, well, you're probably not going to well, be able to do it. I paid into it, right? Well, oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, still. You pay into it, so you should get it. Some oh. of it back. That's how pensions. And, oh. and do you sell any of your work? Yeah. <clears throat> they, I sell them between 2 and $18, depending on how rare... So it's not a lot, but do you sell, do you sell many pieces then? Uh, no, I'm quite backlogged. Okay. In my apartment with a lot of wood, a lot of lacquer, a lot of brushes. Um, it's hard. I'm gonna. It's hard to get up every day, and do it. It's a hard ho hobby or profession to get motivated for. I bet so, you're just a bunch, you and a bunch of wood. That's, yeah, that's and ever since my wife died, oh, um, it just I was just trying to fill a void. So when did your wife die in this whole teaching, getting fired, and driftwood uh, timeline happen? She died uh, the day after I was fired. Oh man, that's yeah. a bad couple of days. Double whammy. You're telling me. What? No, I was going to ask too. How did she die, if you don't mind us asking? Suicide. Oh. Oh no. Dude. Was that because she found out about the... Movie well, thing? no one can be sure. Yeah. But they are so close together that you think them. You gotta wonder. Wonder. Yeah, it's yeah. like a coincidence. And it did say I did this because of what you did at the movie theater. Hmm. In the note, but yeah. I'm not sure she wrote it. That's true, or she could have been lying, I guess. A lot of people lie right before they're gonna take their life. I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that too. Damn. I bet you wish that you had taken your wife to Return of the Jedi instead of your student yeah. after this happened. But she, she's af afraid of uh, beasts and ghouls. Your wife. Yeah. Mm. And that's ironic because now she's with beasts and ghouls. Michael. Because, she's... well, she's no longer with us. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to Not offend you. hell. Good God. I wasn't thinking of hell. You think there's ghouls in heaven? heaven? What do you imagine when you, go, have, when you go to heaven? I have my beliefs. I don't know. I feel like everyone's up there. Well, I don't appreciate what you said, but I fought for your freedom to say it. I like the sound Really? Of it. Were you in the war? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. Which yeah. one? Uh, Korean. Whoa. Yeah. Must have been a baby. Nope. Huh. They don't allow babies to fight in wars. So it would Yet. be a waste of time. Hmm. Imagine a baby trying to fire a they powerful even... machine gun. Yeah, with their tiny hands. Yeah. They wouldn't even have 
cognitive. How would they load it? Well, let's not even, how would they lift it? I mean, let's start there. Or also, how do you explain to them this is a gun? They, because their brains haven't even formed yet. Yeah. Well, have you seen the movie Toys with Robin Williams? Yes. 17 times. Okay. I didn't need to ask. In that movie, you might remember, they have all these kids playing these violent video games. Turns out they were actually controlling real guns and, like, real ships and stuff and actually shooting people. So maybe something like that will happen in the future. That's a nightmare. And that reminds me. It was a terrifying scene. Yeah. Yeah. A great film. Hearing you talk about Robin Williams makes me think of your wife. Mike, like, have a bit of... I'm sorry, I'm just, here. I'm just like, doing word association. You're telling him his wife's in hell, like I never said up. that. I never said your wife is in hell, core. Oh, okay, oy. let's just be clear. Are you, sorry, go ahead, Michael. I know I'm a little offended, so you can. Okay, well, are, core, may I ask? Um, you're, are you single now? Are you dating? Are you... I have a girlfriend Great. right now. Cool. Uh, how did you meet? Tinder? Okay, Cupid, or is there a? Driftwood artist app thing. Uh, I I was at a I was at a an art sale. Okay. Um, selling driftwood, and the most uh, beautiful black woman I've ever seen in my life came over and said, uh, "What are you selling?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Driftwood." It's like something out of a romantic comedy. Yeah, and she's like, is that Bill Cosby? And I'm like, yep. Uh, it was the only Bill Cosby I ever made. And um, I thought that, you know, I, I, can I be honest? I wasn't sure I should sell it after everything he did. Terrible, yeah. he's a terrible man, terrible yeah. man, terrible yeah. man. But, you know, I gotta put food on the table. Yeah. yeah. The wood didn't do it. That's true. Right? That's true. And that's how I do most of my art now. I got a Dahmer. Wow. Yeah, I got a, a Ted Kaczynski. Oh. Yeah. And his, my Ted Kaczynski. The Unabomber, for those at home yeah. who don't know. Yeah. His, his, he's kind of smiling, which is... Ooh. Yeah, that's creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah. When you look at it, he seems quite pleased with his decisions. Mmm. <clears throat> Interesting. And I put a hat on him, too. Like a baseball cap. San Diego uh, Padres. Now, uh, Good do you, team. Do you think the Unabomber, if, I don't know if he's a sports fan, do you think he's a fan of the San Diego Padres? I think he was from Michigan, so he might be okay. a Tigers fan. But he doesn't really seem like much of a jock, to be I honest. would love to hear his reaction to that to that baseball hat on his the Driftwood... Um, it really opened a lot of uh, doors for me because I never thought of accessorizing the wood. Oh, yeah. I just sort of took the wood, shellacked the wood, uh, sanded the wood. Have you ever put a hat on the David Beckham um, driftwood piece? I didn't, but what I did with him is I put a traditional Indian headdress on him. Okay. Unusual, but how did what did people think? Well, people were like, I didn't know he had any uh, North American heritage in him, <clears throat> and I, I don't think he does. Mm, no, David Beckham, mm. I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Touche. Fair enough. Um, but it looked great, and it was the only uh, piece of wood that the headdress fit on. So that's actually why I did it. Oh. Now, earlier we talked about Tony Danza. Yeah. He's come up a lot in this in this interview uh, so far. Well, Has a piece of wood ever washed up uh, in, on the shore of Toronto that looks like Tony Danza? No, but interesting thing is, I did get a piece that uh, looks like a shower. And another piece that looks like the back of Angela. Oh, and if I could, whoa. Yeah, if I could complete the whole piece, it would recreate that <laughs> the episode. episode. Wait, I don't know what episode you're talking about. Oh, Tony walks in on Angela while she's showering. Ooh, I would mm. love that. And there are all these quick shots of her, uh, like her body oh, from Tony's POV. My God. It's a very cinematic episode. Yeah, you could see her belly button. Ooh. Uh, her uh, shoulders. That's actually an outrageous setup if you think about it. You're this single woman. You're beautiful. And you hire this hot. Italian young guy to be your maid or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm. Like, what? That's doesn't that crazy? Like, of course they're gonna get it on by housekeeper. Housekeeper. Wow. I can't believe you saw her in the shower. And you're like, who's the boss? Yeah. Every Mm. episode you'd be. But she is the boss. Yeah, technically. Technically, she's Mm -hmm. the boss. uh, But he always felt that his um, masculinity was being challenged, and he was trying to assert himself. It was a very interesting dynamic. It's quite sexist for this day and age. It is. This show would just be called She's the Boss, Get Over It. That's a good one. if they reboot it. If they reboot it on Netflix or something, maybe they'll call it that. Maybe. I heard an interesting fact on one of the Who's the Boss uh, web forums I poke around on. Mm -hmm. That originally that episode was supposed to be Tony walking in on not Angela, but Mona. Really? What do you think? I heard it was... uh, Originally, it was going to be him walking in on Jonathan Pintero. Wow. Wait, I mixed up his real name with his actor name. Danny Danny. Pintero. Walking in on Jonathan... uh, Angela's son. Jonathan Bauer. Is that Angela's son? Yes. Yes. Oh. Did they end up together? I don't remember. I think they did get married at the end of Who's the Boss. I think they did. Of course. And, uh... Unrealistic. A woman would never marry a man who makes less than her. Can I ask a question? Ha- you call yourself a, a, a driftwood artist? Yeah. But you just sort of find things. Like, you don't create anything. I, I don't mean to be harsh, but you... You just lacquer things you find uh, that wash up. Well, let me tell you something. I could show you 20 different driftwoods, and you would not see one face in them. It's okay. the seeing of the face that is the art. Fair enough. That is the skill that I was born with. Other people would just be like, I don't see that to Bill Cosby. I'm not paying $18. Fine. Move on to the next stall. Have you ever found a piece of driftwood that looks like your face? Because I, I would imagine that would be very scary uh, to find. <clears throat> that would be terrifying. But I don't think, I don't think it's possible... To see yourself within something else. Huh. I mean, mirrors, but... Mirrors? Water. But you know what I mean? Like, to see your own being locked, trapped, 
Because that's how I see them, right? I see Bill Cosby trapped in wood. And I want to lacquer him up. Is he screaming to get out, or is he cool with it? Or A lot of them are frightened, I feel. A lot of them, I think, if they could, if they could talk, they'd say, get me, get me out of here. Get me out of this wood. Hmm. So in your mind, it's almost like the spirits of these celebrities are trapped in this wood, and you're kind of keeping them in forever. Yeah. You're not letting them free. It's interesting. Well, how would I? Let me ask you that. Right. Like, let me throw. Let me. Let me return your lob. And say how? Cut the wood open? I don't know. I'm just guessing. <sighs> wow. Cut the wood open, and the spirit of uh, David Beckham f- uh, flies f- out free. Wow. So, is it possible that none of the wood, the wood, does not even look? Like, you're, are you sometimes, you're the only person who sees the resemblance in this wood? Do you know what I mean? Like, the customers are going, it looks like a piece of wood. And you're like, no, it's not. It's, you know, piece Herb Tarlick from WKRP. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson? Hello. I'd like to walk in on her in the shower. <laughs> yeah. More shower talk. So many women I'd like to walk into the shower with. Can you tell us about, to get away from walking in on women in the shower, can you tell us about your wife's funeral? What was that like? Did you create a special driftwood tribute to her? Or were you even welcome at the funeral? Well, I, I was there. Uh, it was, uh, it's hard to talk about still. But uh, the way she took her life was probably the most uncomfortable oh uh for the viewing well we won't ask you about that no 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 i'm curious sorry if that's she uh she uh she had a a bush like a hedge trimmer okay yeah and uh she cut off her limbs one by one Whoa! Uh, wow! So she bled to death by that's very the, very extreme way. Of... The worst part was she cut her arms off first. She didn't think oh, it out. That is such a classic mistake. So to cut off her legs, she had to use her legs, and it got really messy. Ooh! She cut off a breast. Ah, a shoulder, her ear. Oh my God! All because you took a student to see Return of the Jedi. Yeah, she's because yeah, just because I did a really nice thing. Well, it was a bit weird. Um, Why didn't she just take a pill? I don't understand these people who kill themselves in weird, like (laughs) difficult ways. Just take a pill. Well, I wish you would take some uh, an overdose of your brain pills, James. <laughs> well, there's no it's impossible to take an overdose actually because you can't have too many vitamins. Um, I don't know if that's not true. true. Yes, it is true. I think you can over- you can have too many vitamins. Overdose on vitamins. I, not the mind drops. What would happen if so you- there was just like a box to answer your question at the funeral? Like not a coffin. It's not a coffin. A the box. box. Wow, that's very like it was a link. It was a wooden box that I found. I shellacted and uh, huh. sanded it. An artist to the end. Yeah, and mm. I put my wife, I, like, uh, wood burned it. Hmm. 
And you buried it, I guess, in a like a, a graveyard or a cemetery. I uh, she wanted to be shipped out to sea, hmm. so they put her on a freight bound for South Africa, and uh, they wow tipped her overboard. I don't know if that's legal anywhere else. It's wow. a very poetic uh, image. Box full of limbs being thrown in the ocean. Wow, that's crazy. Um, so, Core, do you have? I mean, I know you have a girlfriend. We know about her a little bit. Yeah. Do you have? Hi, Wendy. Oh, Wendy! Shout out to Wendy. Shout- hey, Wendy. Uh, hope uh, hope you're enjoying this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, are your parents still kicking around? Uh, oh, your mom passed away. Yeah, my mom passed Kids? away at a young age. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, my dad's still alive, but we haven't spoken in 20 years. Whoa. Uh, well, yeah. We won't ask you about. It sounds painful, so well, we won't ask you I'm about curious. that. Curious. We had uh, differing views on the Korean War. Oh. Uh, yeah. He wanted it split east-west. Oh. And you wanted the north-south? I was I was more into, like, uh, patchwork. I thought that would have been a... Like a, like a plaid Korea. Uh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. But he kept pointing out there would be too many border checks and so on. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. So he was, you guys fought over the Korean War, and you fought in the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah. He ever killed a man? N- nope. And uh, knock on wood, I can go to my grave without ever taking a life. My goodness, you should feel it. Just the look, at, watch a man's eyes uh, shut down. Uh, Mike, no, not to be mean, but Mike does not have the balls to take a human life. I'll say. Uh, I there's one I could take. Uh, uh, your own, probably, because no, you're so depressed. I'd murder you. Um, I have never killed a person. I'll say that right now. But could I? Yes. If someone broke into my house, if someone was threatening my family, um, if I really hated someone, I could. I believe it. I think we're we have a kinship in that way, Core. Um, we're you, the same man. Well. Can I Not ask, really. because you have, Cor, because, uh, Cor, you've, um, you said that you have taken a life in war. Does yeah. your body, like, what, what kind of reaction, um, does your body get when you're watching a man die? I don't, like, how do you feel? I don't want to be rude, but I'll just say Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens? Yeah. To you, yeah. While you're watching a man die, that's ins- that's <laughs> that is that is kind of cool and kind of weird. So yeah. you're like you're titillated while being like sh- shocked or yeah. Wow. Well, you're also lying really low usually when you when you shoot. So you're lying and you're kind of rubbing, I guess. Yeah, you're rubbing and the ground is wet, oh. and muddy. <clears throat> you don't hear about that. You don't see that. Like in Saving Private Ryan, when a soldier kills someone, you don't see those those guys uh, becoming erect. Wow. Interesting. No, you don't. Huh. I guess, you know, the clothes they're wearing is pretty baggy, so I can't say it's not happening. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, maybe, that's, maybe that's why army guys wear cargo pants. And not skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, 
Cor, this has been a very interesting interview. Um, I think we're going to take a short break, Michael. I think we're probably overloaded with info at this There's point. There's a lot to think about right now from our from our interview with you, Cor. Um, yeah. Why don't we take a short break and come back with our final segment? Ever drink a glass of tap water and think, that tastes a little funky? Well, did you know that George Soros and the Deep State have been adding toxic compounds to our drinking water to affect your brain chemistry? Same goes for our food supply and the air we breathe. With all those toxins floating around in our bodies, it's a wonder our brains work at all. Thank God there's mind drops. We all go to the gym for our bodies. But is there a gym for our brains? No. But there is Mind Drops. Mind Drops are a herbal supplement that use complex chemical compounds to combat and destroy the government-made toxins wreaking havoc on your thoughts and turning you into a mindless drone. Jack your cortex. Mind Drops are made from the blessed Bacopa herb and an important neurological tonic derived from Ayurvedic medicine. Mind Drops will increase your cognitive skills, decision-making abilities, and increase the size of your brain on a physical level by 40%. Your brain will be so big, you'll barely be able to lift your head off the pillow each morning. Turn your brain into a dojo. Taking Mind Drops five times a day will open up fierce new sections of your brain and allow you to think as hard as 15 people added up together. Weak thoughts will be bullied out of your head. Buff thoughts will triumph. You'll sweat more. Your hair will become harder. And your sexuality will go through the roof. Mind Drops come in three flavors. Regular, metal, and tough. You owe it to your brain to order a sack of Mind Drops today from minddrops.biz. Knives, guns, death, violence, martial arts. And uh, welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Our uh, guest today is, of course, Cor Summit, who lives on the second floor of the building, and he's a former teacher who lost his job for a... Uh, interesting reason, and now spends his days um, as a driftwood artist. Um, it's been great to be here. Thanks for joining us, Cor. Um, James, what time is it? <laughs> Ugh. Um, it's time for our game, our the we, this week's game, and our game this week is going to be called In or Out. Ooh! Each of us is going to present a topic, and. We're all going to say if we think it's in or out and why. So I'm going to begin. Um, My topic is fidget spinners. Are they in or are they out? I'm going to say I think they're still in. Uh, They're a great way to focus. And if, like me, you're operating on a really high mental level, uh, you're using the mind drops, you're probably thinking about twice as fast as a normal human being. Probably the only way to stop yourself from basically passing out is to have a little fidget spinner. I have one in my pocket. I use it all the time. Michael, fidget spinners, in or out? Um, sadly, they're in. I don't like them, but uh, I, I hope they're out soon. Core? I'm not a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, didn't, we didn't say that. Okay. Are you talking about the, your story of uh, yeah, I just want to make taking your student to the movies? It's just a coincidence. Okay. Uh, as for fidget spinners, I'd say they're in. Do you have? Do you, uh, uh, can you imagine finding a uh, piece of driftwood that looks like a fidget spinner? Oh. 
No. Michael. All right, my turn now. Your topic, your topic. All right, in or out? Random acts of kindness. Um, I'm gonna say it's in. We need it. We need those more than ever these days. What with the way people are so polarized and there's so much tension, and uh, we don't know whether the world will soon end in a nuclear catastrophe or not. So I think if you see a stranger, go up to a stranger and do what I do: look them in the eyes and give them a hug, and probably get arrested. I'm gonna mm. say random acts of kindness are out. And here's why I'm going to say that. Has anybody here read the book The Game? Nope. Well, maybe you'll be familiar with the concept that if you want to uh, connect with people, if you want to get ahead with people, the best way to do it is to make them think that you don't like them and then they will seek your approval. Uh, we pursue that w- that which recedes. Um, so that's my that's my opinion. If you want to get ahead, don't, don't do random acts of kindness. Act a bit pissed off at everybody. Uh, I I just like for you to know, James, uh, that I do feel animosity towards you, and it's not because I'm trying to impress you or get you to like me. Maybe that's what and your conscious so, mind thinks, Michael. But subconsciously, you're pursuing my approval and possibly no, more. No, core. Despise um, you. <clears throat> I'm gonna say they're out. Um, they can really ruin your life. I mean, uh, like how? Well, I, you know, I took a young kid that just wanted to see Return of the Jedi. Oh, right. And, uh, you know, bing, bang, boom. Next thing I know, my wife's body's in a box, you know, just for doing something nice. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. How did the usher notice that you had an erection? Because I'm thinking it's a dark theater, it's loud. Um... Did you have an aisle seat, or? Well, partly my fault. I said, "Whoa, look at that!" Ah, uh, dead giveaway. Uh, yeah, right. Which, you know, got me shot at a lot in uh, Korea as well. Oh, all the ere- erections. Yeah, I would were kill getting, someone and yeah. go, "Whoa!" Staring at your own. Yeah. Um, Anyway, oh. uh, Core, did you have a uh, topic? Uh, driftwood art that looks like Morgan Fairchild. Is that okay. in or out? I'm going to say in. She's a icon. Uh, her beauty never ceases. Uh, I don't think she's aged a day. And uh, I'd like to walk in on her. <laughs> I'd like to uh, walk in on her in the shower. All right. Um, I, I, I'm going to say, not that I have anything against Morgan Fairchild. Haven't even heard her name in probably 20 years. Tell you, you'd like to put something against her, though, right? I am going to have to say out pieces of Driftwood that look like her only because she is a, a sort of irrelevant uh, in 2017. And I'm sorry if she's listening. And, uh, you know, wow. no offense. James. Okay, I'm going to say pieces of wood that look like Morgan Fairchild are in, and I'm not going to lie, part of it is, um, I don't know how long Cor is going to stay here with us, I don't know when he's going home, and if he's going to be annoyed at someone, I would rather it be you. So that's just my honest answer. Right. <sighs> I am quite upset. Uh, Cor, just before we um, ask you to leave, 
my apartment. Uh, is there anything anything you'd like to promote or any where where people can find you? Yeah, I'm gonna be at the uh, Fergus Art uh, Sale on uh, September 28th and October 9th. Okay. And November 11th. Oh, it's Remembrance a, Day! It's a three-day fest. <laughs> yeah, I won't be going to the. Uh, it's a three-day festival spread over three months. And are they doing something special in honor of our uh, men and, and women in uniform for Remembrance Day? Yeah, I'm working on a really great piece. It's Patton, uh, Driftwood Patton. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Driftwood Laurel Secord. Right, because yeah. she warned... Um, she warned about the big attack. And her ice cream isn't too too bad either. What do you mean? James, is there anything going on for you this next week? Uh, you know, continuing to work on the new, this new Mind Drops products, product we're really excited about. So um, I'm going to put the info in the, with the description of the show. Please check out the website. Buy as many bottles as you can. Check it out. If you're a man, you're not going to believe what it does to your body. And uh, I think you're going to like it a lot. Right. So if you uh, don't want to buy snake oil, you can also go to my website, uh, Toronto Literary Egg Scramble Ramble. Uh, every Sunday we start in um, the parking lot of the Eaton Center and spread out from there. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.